Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Matt, are you doing an accent or a voice? Um, I thought it'd be cool. Uh, this is a cool new me. Yeah. Have you been watching Special like, Victims Unit? <laughs> is that Ice Tea? Oh, yeah. Word around town is this is Matthew's new voice. Also, yeah. my wife's got a big old ass. <laughs> Those extremely are all, true. All of the facts I know about Ice Tea. Are they married? Actually, is it technically his a, wife? I don't even know. That's a pretty good iced tea, actually. I'll have to I'll have to go back and listen to it later. That's the first time I've ever done an iced tea. So, I guess his voice must be near to your normal register. I think that's true. Yeah, we definitely are in the same register. Also, I have yeah. a cold, so I you know that might have something uh, to do with the vocal quality as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, do you watch the program? Uh, oh my god. Kimmy Schmidt. I don't remember the... Oh, the Unbreakable. The Unbreakable, unbreakable Kimmy. Kimmy Schmidt. I don't okay. know why I couldn't get that... Uh, I don't know. You had the important bit. Get that adjective in there. Um, so I watched the entire first season. I know the second season came out a little while ago, but we were traveling, and we had, and we had, now when we got back, we had like a huge DVR pileup just full of crap that we have to watch. So... From, you were out of town for four days. So you have no idea how many things we record. It's actually yeah. kind of messed up. You DVR too much. I deleted a lot of stuff from the DVR before I left. Like, literally, that was one of the last things I did before I locked the door to the house and left for a few days. And I got back and checked, and we have, like, 30% recording space left. <clears throat> Which sounds like it's probably a lot, but it's kind of not. These DVRs don't have a lot of space on them. Yeah, you know, we don't DVR very much, and after... I'm going to say three months of our TV only being used for me to play Fallout 4. Uh-huh. Um... We're still like, we're still like thirty, only thirty percent full. Yeah, we've uh, there's so much shit. There, there's like three or four of everything. Well, not only that, the whole week before that, Marjan had been really busy with getting a bunch of work done before, because right before she goes off to a conference, which is how we do all our traveling, she always has a ton of things she has to finish, kind of on deadline. And so we were already falling behind on shows because of that. And then we left for a few days, and so now the DVR... Let me just let me pull up the DVR and let you know what's on it, because it's <clears throat> kind of a crazy amount of stuff. All right, let me go all the way back, all the way back here. All right. We got two archers, two fuckbook outlanders, two fear the walking dead. Uh... Okay, so she watched a lot of stuff last night when I went to bed, because there were multiple Shaws of Sunset. There was multiples last week tonight with John Oliver. Multiple Full Frontal with Samantha B. There's still three new girls on here. Three The Americans. Six daily shows with Trevor Noah. Six nightly shows with Larry Wilmore. And again, she, she knocked some stuff out, because there used to be more stuff on here, too. But... And we watched the like, Blackish, and we watched, I mean, we watched Fresh Off the Boat the other day. Like, we watched some stuff to knock this down. But that's how much is still on it. Yeah, that's too much. That would become an emotional burden for me. By the way, now it says 29% of my recording space is available. We've actually gone backwards. Yeah, I, I would be like, oh my god, it's just piling up and piling up. This is a losing battle. <laughs> uh, there's like, I know there's like 15 Adventure Times on my DVR, but on the other hand, they're 11 minutes long. Yeah, they're kind of so... like Space Ghosts in that way. <laughs> right, so I can watch ten of them, and it's like not a thing. Yeah. Well, these are all things that we that either she watches or we watch together. And if I were to watch these things on my own, I'd probably get in trouble. So. Oh, also, there's um, there are a few weird movies that we've recorded over time. That are uh, 
on this DVR. So there's Interstellar, which I heard <laughs> was a long movie. So there's there's that. Uh, the Man Who Fell to Earth, starring David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, David Bowie, Five Years. <clears throat> okay. Excalibur, which is... Have you ever seen Excalibur? The movie? The movie Excalibur? Uh, I don't think so. It is a hella creepy 80s... Okay, it's by the guy who made Zardoz. I think I've seen, like... A couple of scenes. I definitely haven't seen the whole thing through. Definitely saw Zardoz. Surprised how much I enjoyed Zardoz. Yeah, I think Marjan said that, that Katie had told her that as well. Um, so that's all you really need to know about Excalibur, but there is lots that you should know about Excalibur because it is a hella creepy 80s version of classic Arthur. It's starring all kinds of people that you recognize but you aren't sure if it's really them because you try to f- do the math in your head how long ago that was, and you're like, no way, that can't really... That person couldn't be in that. Like, I swear to God, it has um, the ultimate money grabber himself. What's his name? Liam Neeson? Neeson was in it? Is in it as... Uh, oh, shit. In the which, 80s? which one of the shitty knights is he? He's one of the shitty knights. Yes, that's what I was saying. I was doing the math in my head. I was like, all right, well, I guess he's probably getting pretty old. And this movie came out, I think it was like 84, 85 or something. So it's like a little more than 30 years. Yeah, I guess he was an adult. Like, he could have played one of these dudes. Yeah, I guess he was playing like a full-grown man, regular member of society in Schindler's List about 12 years later, right? Yeah, right? He seemed like kind of an uh, like a, you know, a distinguished like gentleman you, you in that one. believe him as being middle-aged. Yeah. So once I did the math, I thought, because as soon as I saw his face, I went, dude, is that Liam Neeson? Because he's putting on some kind of crazy voice in that. Not an nice T voice, but like... Um, an angry drunk voice. And, um, but I was like, no, that's definitely Liam Neeson. And I recognized, um, like some dude from Game of Thrones who isn't even important, but as just one of the dudes in the back, it's got, uh, Helen Mirren and, um, <clears throat> oh, wow. what's his name? Son of a bitch who plays Merlin. <sighs> Fuck. Hold on, I'm looking it up real quick. I can't remember thing is because I'm all messed up on cough syrup. <laughs> oh, nineteen eighty one. Helen Mirren is in it. Yeah, Helen Mirren. So this is nineteen eighty one. So it's even. So it's like thirty five years ago. Wow. Um. She made a lot of weird movie decisions. Yeah. Uh, so in Caligula, <laughs> which I, I heard is just like a fuckbook movie. No, well, it's like ha- it's like half produced by Penthouse. Oh. See, I didn't know that. I always, I, I've heard that it is um, all full of uh, explicit sex, but I didn't. I didn't realize it was actually like a, like an adult, an adult film. Yeah, but it's got Malcolm McDowell in it. It's like all of the extras are just fucking. But there's like a real movie going on in the middle of it. Marjan always, always calls Malcolm McDowell Michael McDonald. Well, it's <laughs> so tempting. <laughs> Um. Yeah, she, so she was in some weird shit, but this movie is bonkers. This Excalibur film, I've I've so it's watched just sit, sitting on your DVR. Well, because I've I've watched bits of it on TV, but I've never actually sat down and watched the whole thing. It's I. Uh, it's kind of like when I um watch like a really weird actor on TV, and I'm trying to figure out whether he's making like an acting choice or if he has like special needs. Okay. Like, this is the film version of that. Like, I am going, is this really artsy and, and innovative and, like, like a really weird take on, like, a, a classic tale? Or is this a terrible film? Is this one of the worst movies? But I can't stop watching. So, anyway, that's on the DVR, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, all kinds of shit. I mean, we for sure DVR'd Guardians of the Galaxy a year ago and have not gone back to watch it. Dude, we DVR'd Guardians of the Galaxy, and it took us several months to watch it. We did eventually do it. Yeah, look, I'm sure it's fine. I enjoyed it in the theater, but uh, I don't know. Wait a minute, you already watched it in the theater? Yeah. Well, no shit you haven't watched it on DVR. Like, it's probably yeah, not. It's, a... We shouldn't have DVR'd it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a great need to get around to that. It's one of those things we, we got. It's actually when we got the new DVR. Like we had an old DVR, but we got a new one. And Katie was like, "Oh, they got Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd watch that again." And yeah. I said, "Well, DVR." And then uh, nothing. 
Yeah. And by the way, those David Bowie movies, she's doing a weird thing where she's saving up, saving them up because she doesn't want to, like, finish all of her David Bowie material because she misses him. Um, so she, like, she listened to just David Bowie on her iPod for, like, a month after he died and went through, like, his entire catalog, like, two or three times. But she's like, I don't want to watch him. I don't want to, I don't want to use him up. Has the passing of Prince had a similar effect on her? She was not happy about it. That's for sure. And we spent a lot of time. Actually, I think New Orleans will always remember. That's where we were traveling last week. Um, we'll always remember our trip as the time that Prince died. Because the morning. was happy about it. The morning it after seems... I got there, he died. And then it was just like the whole time we were watching Prince videos. And we watched most of Purple Rain on TV. And everywhere we went. Like everyone at Jazz Fest did a Prince tribute. and Oh, of course. Yeah, it was just. It was Prince weekend. <clears throat> it seems like even if you didn't particularly care about his music, everybody was like, oh, come on, that guy was nice. You mean like the Big Bopper? We had to suffer through his terrible music and the tragedy of his death? Yes. <laughs> uh, Futurama. Yeah. The terrible music of the Big Bopper and the tragedy of his death. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, if Prince goes in the category of dudes who, uh, as far as I could tell, never decided to write a good song. But clearly also had chops, because I've seen him shred on the guitar, and he fucking rocked ass at the Super Bowl when it was fucking raining and everything, and Beyonce wouldn't come outside because she didn't want to get her hair wet. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he like he went out there and he was just fucking rocking it, and I've seen him on like YouTube videos where he's just like shredding shit, and you're like, oh, no, the dude totally had chops. It's just he also yeah. had sensibilities that I do not share. Yeah, he's a, he's a weird little dude. Uh, wrote a lot of songs about fucking, then became a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, he did. And then in concert, he wouldn't sing the nasty parts of his songs. He would just hold the mic up to the audience. <laughs> you guys think I'm... That's the... That's... I'm getting around it. God won't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, I'm technically a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I didn't say those things. Yeah, they're saying they're... All these rumors are coming out now about whether it was a drug overdose or whatever, but... Time will tell. We will wait and wait and see. But um, yeah, everyone always talks about what a genius songwriter he was. But all I remember is "Manic Monday," and um, he wrote that for the Bengals, and that's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. He's responsible for that feast, huh? That was really terrible. He also wish wrote it was Sunday. To you, that's my fun day. Oh yeah. Wow. My I don't have to run day. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I mean, technically that came first, but uh, I think Brack repeated a lot of those line (laughs) ideas in his song, What Day Is It? I think you're right. Is it Tuesday, Blues Day, Better Wear Your Shoes Day? Wow. Oh, my God. That's, uh, yeah. That actually happened. Yeah. Brack was as good a songwriter as Prince, I think. No. I mean, he's standing on the shoulders of giants, or in this case, a, a very... Uh, Tiny giants. Moderately sized man. Tiny giants. Midget giants. Those midget giants. Yeah. Oh, you mean people? <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Those really tall midgets. Um, yeah, so... Uh, R.I.P. Prince? I guess, yeah. He was a real copyright asshole, apparently. Oh. Like, uh, after he died, a lot of people were dismayed to discover <laughs> that the only way they could get his music was to buy it. Oh, yeah, that's kind of true. over the years, he had been protecting his copyrights pretty uh, pretty voraciously. And, like, there's, there's, like, not videos of him on YouTube. Well, there are now, because now he's dead. So people are just uploading them, and who cares if they get taken down? Yeah. But it, for a long time, it was just like, oh, yeah, Prince did this really cool thing. <laughs> and then you'd go, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, there's why isn't there a video of that? And they'd be like, well, there was, but... Yeah, Marjan tried to look up some videos in the hotel room, and she was having trouble finding some of them. Yep. And I remember making the remark that that made him just like NBC, because you can never find any good SNL clips. Yeah, the flip side is that he's made like he sold like half a million records right after he died. So, yeah. you know, there's that. <laughs> well, it also they also say he didn't leave a will, so yeah. that's going to be a fuck situation. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun figuring out who's going to get the benefit from his estate. <laughs> My guess is the government, right? 
that's probably who will decide. The government will decide it, and they'll decide themselves. Yeah. My favorite part about the Prince story is that there was like a minute there where people were going to remember China and talk about China. I know! That morning I was like, oh, China died. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later I saw on the news uh, that they were investigating a death at Prince's house, and I was like, uh-oh. You're like, ah, oh, it's Prince. It's, it's gotta be Prince. Be Prince. <laughs> well, I... So... <laughs> you know I have a mild fascination with air disasters. Um, who doesn't, dude? Um... I will tell you that last week, uh, rather than... It was, I think it was one of the nights when you were watching videos all night of people making weapons. I watched about two two hours of flight disasters and near-flight disasters mm-hmm. on video, on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Runway incursions, anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be a full-fledged disaster. Right. Landings where the landing gear's out. <laughs> yeah. Watch anything. <laughs> yep. Uh, but as a result, I follow on Twitter a very active, like, airline news, air, flight news uh, thing. I think it's called airlive.net. Okay. Might as well. If that's them, they get free publicity. If not, eh. I thought they were a sponsor. Are they a sponsor? They're a sponsor, nope, right? No sponsors. Oh, okay. All right. No well. listeners, as far as I know. No one has tweeted at us. <laughs> so... Uh, a few days before that, you know, Prince's plane was forced to make an emergency landing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, he had, uh, that's right. Because of his flu-like symptoms. That's right. You know how when you have the flu and the the plane is an hour from your house, you have to make an emergency landing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's an emergency flu situation. He refuses to throw up on an airplane is what it is. Yeah, so I, um, I had been aware of that because this thing tracks all emergency landings, all declared mm-hmm. emergencies. Uh, so... And somehow it was able to determine that it was Prince's plane? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. But, uh... It was a rapid descent. He's like, guys, guys... death at his location, I was like, okay, got it. (laughs) Yeah. He's not well. There was some evidence leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... Too bad for China. Just die. Don't die on the wrong day, right? Didn't um, who was it who died when the day Michael Jackson died? Farrah Fawcett or somebody? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, somebody died. Some actress who died, and then like so for like two hours in the morning. Yeah, people were interested in that, but then at noon, uh, Michael Jackson traded his knuckles for dirt. So <laughs> that was it. Yeah, and of course, I found out Michael Jackson died from you. Yeah, Twitter. That was. Early. That was when not everybody was on Twitter still, yeah. and uh, but Twitter was be- rapidly becoming a good source for news. Yeah. So I think I was the first. I was definitely the first person in my office that day to hear about Michael Jackson. That's a and, big one uh, to deliver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get much bigger than that. Prince that, doesn't. Prince doesn't come it. close. No. So how was Narlins? It's pretty good. Oh, Narlins. <laughs> or as Marjan does it, Narlins. <laughs> like N A R L I N S. Narlins. <laughs> um, it was good. I thought you were going to say something about Kimmy Schmidt, and then I went off on a DVR rant. Oh, Ice T uh, has a little cameo in, in that. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I will look forward to that. <clears throat> um, the second season is good. Um, as always, Titus Burgess is uh, very entertaining. Good. As, as his character, Titus Andromedon. <laughs> it's a fantastic name. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I'll, uh, we'll we'll eventually get around to checking that out. It's definitely on our list. Um, New Orleans was good. All, all we did was eat and drink and walk around what is a pretty what was a pretty small town and was made a lot smaller by Katrina. Did you see any occult happenings? No, just a lot of touristy crap. Or like, oh, there's a skeleton in the window. Or oh, look, it's it's the voodoo barbecue. And it's like, yeah, all right, I get it. You want me to spend my money? But I don't. I don't actually care about voodoo. So yeah. So mostly just touristy crap. Um, Did you eat beignets? Yeah, we had beignets at a place called Cafe Du Monde, which is open twenty four hours a day, and you're supposed to go there and like at nighttime and get coffee and beignets. We didn't go as late as a lot of people will. We went at like eleven or something. But, yeah, we uh, did the same thing. It was happening. But yeah, dude, we had like crawfish etouffee and um, gator pie and um, uh, 
fucking shrimp and grits and I don't know all all manner of uh, southern Cajun and Creole cuisines. We went to the jazz festival on one of the days. Um, dude, that really gets like top flight acts. So is it just a happy coincidence that you were in town at the same time? Yeah, because Marjan had her had her conference the week before, and then as we always do, we just tack a week on, or in this case, just a few days, and uh, turn it into a little vacation wherever she's going. So it happened to be the first weekend of Jazz Fest when we were there, and we went on like the worst day. We had the worst headlining acts. It was like Michael McDonald and um, fucking uh, Steely Dan and uh, Janelle Monet. I think were the headliners, but like the next the next day it was gonna be like Pearl Jam, and fucking I don't know all kinds of fucking people were gonna be there. Famous. Did acts. Michael McDonald play "What a Fool Believes"? We refused to see Michael McDonald, and we sat at the Jazz Heritage stage and watched a full brass band. Did be- they play "What a Fool Believes"? I think they played it twice. All right. They played it at the beginning, and then they reprised it at the end, and I was glad. Got up there and I was working it. Let's do my footwork. The guy kept doing that. He kept going, Footwork! And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm supposed to be moving my feet. Hold on. I was being, I was an idiot. I was sitting in my uh, fold up chair. You just gotta keep your legs moving. I mean, Footwork! If you stand still, you're gonna get knocked down. I think so. That's right. So that was cool. Uh, we walked all around French Quarter and went, you know. Saw all of the disaster people on Bourbon Street. Had some not delicious alcoholic beverages. Yeah, who do you think is more of a disaster? The people on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras or the people on Bourbon Street two months after Mardi Gras? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question, right? It's like, do I want the World Series of partiers? Do I want those people? Or do I want the people who party every day? And don't need an excuse. Yeah. It's hard to say. But they were all disaster garbage garbage people. And um, a lot of the drinks on um, on Bourbon Street are served slushy style. I assume because it's usually hot and humid as balls there. Mm-hmm. And so Mar- Marjan had a hurricane. Which was oh, I like, thought they stopped serving. Uh, maybe, maybe just some places don't serve those anymore. Which was a nasty cherry slushy boozy drink. And right. then I had a jester which claimed to be the most alcoholic drink on the planet which i did not believe because i could could just drink alcohol i could drink pure alcohol and then i would be a winner but it was like a green slushy drink and it tasted terrible like if you just had the slushy and not the booze it would already taste terrible yeah there are some highly alcoholic drinks that don't taste too bad like i like a long island iced tea right I think a lot of people do, which is why they sneak up on you so fast. You know, like, yeah. you don't need that many, and they taste good. Like, there's something about all of the different liquors that they sort of cancel each other out mm-hmm. a little bit in flavor. Yeah. Well, these were not delicious. They were gross, and I abandoned my jester somewhere. I don't know where. I left it on the side was of the Was it road. in uh, some kind of wasteful, large plastic vessel? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was like getting a double gulp or something, or whatever... A big slushy, big slurpy at Seven Eleven, and so we walked all around and watched the garbage people and drank our bad drinks and went. All right, I guess we just had the New Orleans experience. And uh, and then our flight took off so early when we were leaving that we had to like get up at like three thirty, four o'clock to get to the airport. And we were going out of the hotel to go to the airport, and there were people just still out just partying like four a.m., four thirty in the morning. You've never flown in or out of that airport. It's not easy to get a lot of good flights. We had to get some weird times with and nothing like nonstop either. Like I had to fly to LA before like on the way to New Orleans and on the way back we stopped in Dallas. <coughs> and it mm-hmm. was all weird times. Um Gene Simmons was on my flight from LA to New Orleans. That's cool. I did not care at all, but people kept going up to him and taking pictures with him. At first, he walked by, and I didn't think it would be. Hi- I didn't think it was really him because I don't. I'm not used to seeing people I recognize. I just went in my head. That guy borrowed Gene Simmons' haircut, and it is a bad choice because <laughs> that is not a good look on anybody. And then he was 
sitting ahead of me, but facing the same direction as me. So I never saw his face. And so I was just looking at that guy's hair for a while going, that's that's just, that's awful. No one should look like that. And then one guy went up to take a picture with him. And I I saw him say it was Gene Simmons. And I went, oh, it's it's actually fucking Gene Simmons. And then that guy felt so bad because it was like uh, opening the floodgates and like 90 people stood in line to take pictures with him. And he'd been sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes, and no one had gone over there. That one guy did it, and then everyone was like, yeah, all right, open you season. you think you should get a picture with Gene Simmons to go with your picture of you and Ron Jeremy? Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you know that was not a picture of me and Ron Jeremy. It was a picture of somebody I know at, at from Northeastern University and Ron Jeremy. Uh, I was not at that party that night. In my mind, I made it better by putting you in the picture. I know. So you were not excited... At the presence of Gene Simmons, the way you would have been excited at the presence of, let's say, Christy Yamaguchi. Oh my god, no, it's nowhere close. Christy Yamaguchi is an American hero. Because I saw that you retweeted that Sharks post about Christy Yamaguchi being at the game, and I remember when Christy (laughs) Yamaguchi sat in front of us, and you said goodbye to her. She she didn't even look panicked. She looked a little bit dismayed. She was not happy about it. But she handled it like a champ. No, I'll grant you, she didn't, like, reach for a taser or anything. (laughs) That's right. Or, like, you know, put her hand down where her pepper spray was, but security took it away or anything like that. Sure. But she didn't look happy about it. I gotta be honest, I don't remember anything about that Sharks game, but I remember watching her intently as she ate the um, takeout Chinese food she brought in to the arena. She She didn't bring that in. She got it down on the club level. Wait, they really have that there? Yeah, they got that down there. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, well, that's better. Well, anyway, I just watched her eat Chinese food for, for like, a period. And then she left early. I don't know why. And I had to say goodbye to her because I had to let her know that I think she's an American hero. She left, like, halfway through the third period, right? Yeah. She she yeah. wanted to get out of there. She didn't want to get stuck in the crowd with people like me. No. Trying to get out. Silver medalist. American hero. Yep. All I said was, I... bye, Christy. And she went, bye. Look, uh, if if you're not a fan of the Olympics, you're not a fan of sports. I agree with that. If you can't get into the Olympics, then you suck. (laughs) What's what's really sad is the, um, it's like the, doing marketing for the Olympics, they're really like half-assing it. Like, they don't know which way to go. Should we not advertise it at all because no one cares? Or should we, like, should we try to to make people give a shit about this? Because I've seen, like, three commercials for the, the upcoming Olympics, and it's just, like, they don't even tell you who's in it. They just show them and they're in a leotard, and you like have to assume that it's somebody on the gymnastics team, or they like show a guy in a speedo, and you go, "Oh, if that's not Michael Phelps, I don't know who that is." How and long, how far out from the Olympics are we right now? Yeah, one of those things usually. The summer ones are usually what, like August? Is that? Yeah, <coughs> I don't know though, it, but it's in the southern hemisphere, so. But yeah. Brazil's real tropical. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they care about that. Um, Rio 2016. Yeah, August 5th through the 21st, it looks like. Um, so these commercials are... Is it possible that we're so far out that they don't really know who's going to be there yet? Like, they haven't gone through all the selections and everything? Well, maybe, but what I'm saying is they really are showing people, but we don't know who they are because we don't follow Olympic sports. So, like... I happened to recognize, like, they showed Allison Felix, and I'm like, oh, I think that's what's-her-name. And it took me, like, a week to remember her name's Allison Felix, who's a track athlete. Oh, But it's like, well, you're not even going to tell us who these people are? Because most people are not going to know who these people are. And they'll just, like... Well, I wouldn't. I I don't... I mean, it's not like they really show a lot of the Olympic sports on TV the rest of the time? No, you gotta be watching one of the weird fringe sports channels and it's like, oh, the world track and field championships. You're like, yeah, I, I mean, there have definitely, like, I've definitely watched uh, college gymnastics events. Yeah. Like, if I scanned by and one was on. But you're not gonna know. But I don't, I don't remember the names of any of those people. I just pick a college and root for it. <laughs> That's right. And then I'm like, oh no, Cal's doing bad, or you know, whoever it is. Right. So the only I don't think I've ever seen college track and field on. I have, um, but only on the Longhorn Network. And it'll be like the Longhorn Network. Yeah, for the Texas Longhorns. And it'll just be whatever meet Texas is competing at. So it'll be Texas and some other schools. You get a weird cable package if you get that. 
You don't get the Longhorn Network? I don't know. It's crazy. I don't think me. so. <clears throat> it's just in my sports band where all my sports channels are. I don't know what it'll be for you, but is it like there's like a second band of sports <laughs> channels up in the 800s? Like after you go past HBO, then it's like the Pac-10 network. It might be with those. I mean, it's that kind of network. It's like a yeah. It's not a it's not a conference network, but it's a schools network, kind of like the BYU network or whatever. But I never go looking up there for stuff. Um. But anyway, they, so they have like three commercials out, and it just like shows so, some kind of American athlete pr- just preparing really hard. And it's like I I don't know who these people are. Are we supposed to they care? Could, they could get honest about it and just show them like tying off. That's right. Getting ready to shoot shoot drugs into their body. <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> drug, the drug comes out of a, a prescription bottle with like a super long name on it because you know they're not they're not shooting heroin. Right. They're shooting something that isn't illegal yet. So they're shooting heroin, they're doing it wrong, because that's, you yeah, shouldn't. it's not going to help you. No. not going to help you do hurdles. No. <laughs> Although, I've watched enough steeplechase <laughs> videos on YouTube to know that heroin hurdles might make an, a, an interesting video. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's what's wrong with all those steeplechase idiots. Maybe they're all on heroin. Why would you, why would you ever do that? It's so brutal. I, I would never do steeplechase. It seems like the worst. I want to trip and fall into a a pit full of water and have 20 people trample me. I was going to say, I've seen so many videos of people just jumping on top of other people's faces and shit. Your kid comes to you and says, I'm going to start doing steeplechase. Do you just say, oh, that's cool because you don't know what it is? Like, what's happening That's right. There are 500 other track events you can do. Do one of those. Where are the, where's parental supervision? Like, can't you just do the triple jump? Can't you just jump into some sand? You're not going to have to worry about CTE because your brain's going to get crushed by someone's foot. Yeah. You're going to be dead. So, good choice, kids. Steeplechase. That's in the Olympics, right? Probably. I, I bet it is, and I bet they don't show it. Yeah, that's not something they do. Although, I've seen them show the one where the, all the Russian ladies walk. So they show race walking? Yeah, dude. There's, like, Olympic race walking, and it's always Eastern European chicks. And it's like, is that just something they do over there? Such a weird non-sport. Because even the Africans went, uh, we want to get more medals, but we don't care about that at all. Yeah. Like, like, we're down for medals, but we're just, we're not going to do that. I love a sport where the big cheating scandal would be he ran part of it. That's right. Oh, I, he did not have one foot at the ground on the ground at all times. I saw that. Um, yeah, dude, you're right. They should have a commercial with, like, a totally jacked dude with, like, really yellow eyes. Like, the whites are really yellow. And he's just, like, he's just shooting up, and then it just says, Rio 2016, going for broke. And you're just like, yeah, dude, let's use all the drugs we can use. I want to see all of the steroid bands go away, and I want to see who can use the most drugs. Oh, you want there to be an unrestricted class. Unrestricted, and I want to see some freaks out there. I don't know. I feel like, uh, in terms of just, like, if you could just go crazy on steroids and shit, there might be some interesting powerlifting ramifications of that. But track and field, I have to imagine, wouldn't be affected that much. Uh, I'm just, well, you clearly haven't watched all those Ben Johnson documentaries, because those are fascinating. Oh, he was eating steroids because he liked the taste of them. I think so. His eyes really Different. were like, like the whites of his eyes were really like a real shade of yellow, like, like yeah, a jaundice, like a like like a genuine yellow. And you're like, man, he looks like a fucking insane person. Yeah, he was on all of the drugs. He was like, what they do to horses, they were doing to that guy. What do they do to horses? Oh, um, somebody I put a carrot up their butt, make them look like oh, they're talking. Some... Make it look like he's talking? Yeah, they did that to him all the time in interviews. So when he had, like, a post-race press conference or something, there carrot. was a dude back there with a carrot working yep. him? They didn't even, like, choose a different instrument because they knew carrot worked. So they, they couldn't used... just, like, put peanut butter in his mouth? No. No, well, the audio was really affected. Oh, that's yes. a good point. Because unlike Mr. Ed, he can actually talk. He can actually talk, but only when a carrot's inserted just so. Anyway. How much training before you the before, before you can talk about things other than, I'm sorry, someone's working my uh, back door with a carrot right now. <laughs> I imagine you'd have to be pretty used to it. Because that sounds distracting. Like, I'm sorry, someone's, I'm trying to concentrate. Someone's carroting my old airlock back there, so uh, 
I'm I'm really trying to understand the question you just asked, but there is a carrot inserted six inches into my behind. That is a large carrot, sir. That's what I would be saying. They keep making the carrot bigger, and I do not understand why. <laughs> yeah, what are they sizing me up for? I, I, I keep telling them I am perfectly willing to answer questions. <clears throat> yeah, um... So, I, so, watching like those old Ben Johnson documentaries, especially the ESPN one, the 30 for 30 one, um, you realize like people like Carl Lewis, who are renowned... American heroes and all-time greats. Were, and restaurateurs. Were, like, certainly doping. Like, they don't even really bother to hide it anymore now that they're not competing anymore. Like, Carl Lewis's big brag is that he didn't do it in the Seoul Olympics. <laughs> he won those legit. But he... But he... <coughs> I mean, he essentially said that he did it m- most other times. That he was cheating in some way. And uh, that ruins the days, uh, you know, when we were young and innocent, and I thought all Carl Lewis did before a race was masturbate to get his testosterone up. <laughs> you know, like the good, the innocent days; those are gone. <laughs> that was when I could put him in just in the same class as like a, a Moise Alou, who just used to pee on his hands in spring training to toughen him up. You know, quirky. How would that toughen up your hands? I don't know. I've never doesn't make a lot of sense. I haven't me. peed on my hands like six times a day for thirty straight days, so I don't actually know what it would do. But I can't imagine it would do anything to your hands. You know, but I, but like here's the thing: like uh, the tip of my dick isn't real leathery. <laughs> I'm glad to know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> now, the spot I do. That comes in contact with urine the most. Right. No, I hear what you're saying. It does, it's not beef jerky. I don't got beef jerky tip. <laughs> That's good to know. Look, I don't talk that much about my dick. I'm just saying I don't have jerky t- jerky tip. I just want that on the public <laughs> record. It's not like jerky. Good. You're okay. Good. That's gonna be my. That's a new compliment for you. I'm gonna be like, dude, your dick is not jerky at all. No. And you're gonna feel really proud about that. And I'm that's gonna feel not, good because I paid you a compliment. Even, not even a little bit. Yeah, this is good. I've I've been trying to like find good nicknames for people that build them up. Recently. And I feel like that's going to be a good one. So with the with the drugs, is the is the stain that it becomes less about who has the better work ethic and who about about who has the better doctor? Kind of, and a lot of that ESPN documentary, especially, a lot of it was about how the dude's doctor was trying to like be famous and kept trying to show up to events with Ben Johnson and, like, tried to, like, stand behind him in interviews. Again, super not subtle. <laughs> like, why would you need your doctor there at all times? Why is he there? Like, hey, you know, I'm not going to promote the guy who's helping me to cheat. <laughs> yeah, because he was essentially standing behind him going, I'm the reason! Look at me, this look is, over here, I've got a... This I've, is all me. I've got a prescription pad. It's like, yeah, dude, we get it. You're cheating. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, well, it's the same. It's like when I always am trying to figure out what's so exciting about stock car racing. And like, oh, cool. So all the cars are exactly the same. I don't know. Is that better than just being able to do whatever you want to the car? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, then you're just, again, you're testing different things. Uh, the quality like of the driver versus... It's like the skill of the driver. Right. But like... Except... In... We're also, there's the skill of the maintenance crew and everything else. Yeah, but I would maybe like to see a division where you can do whatever you want to the cars. Well, they have that, but not in, it just hasn't become popular. Yeah, but I would, I, mean, I want to see it. When you watch one of those uh, drag races, when you watch the three hours of drag racing on ESPN2 in the middle of the well, day. Well, see, because I've wondered about that. Are they, are they really just allowed to just go ape and do whatever? So there are different classes. Yeah. So you just have to pay attention to what the classes are. Like, there's stock and super stock, and then you get to play unrestricted, right? Oh, uh, they can put, like, a jet engine on that motherfucker or whatever. Uh, yeah, jet engine probably wouldn't be that good because <laughs> it's slow to accelerate, but oh. yes. Um, Tur- turbines are very slow to accelerate. What about if you could... What if you just put, like, a... Like, if you you're a massive explosion was what... What propelled yeah, you, you? A rocket is really what you want. Yeah, like a rocket, but no, even if you just used a bomb to, to propel you to the other side. 
Just get some Jado bottles, which <laughs> I think they stopped making. <laughs> yep. Uh, because of this like idea? A... Because someone would go, just get some Jado bottles? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's probably why. But I think also just because uh, engine technology advanced to the point where Jado bottles were just more of a uh, risk than reward. Right. But it's sad because it means Fat Albert doesn't do Jado takeoffs anymore. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I think I'd be down for like a version of NASCAR that they actually show on TV where uh, you you get the same chassis maybe, but then you can do whatever you want. I want to see like the, um, like the Toyota headlights on all the Toyota cars, but I want one to be going 413 miles per hour. <laughs> you know, just for kicks. Oh, so they have the same dumb sheet metal body? <laughs> yes, I would still like so to see that. So that it looks that. like a Camry? I like the uniformity. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that Toyota's NASCAR entry? Is it a Camry? I think. I don't know. I, I would like to still see that uniformity, but then just have one car that's uh, going, just scraping the wall as it goes around the turn because it can't possibly make it. I love that that's just fucking decals, that all of the bodies are the same, but yep. some, that they have different decals to look like the different How much types. do you have to pay if you're Chevy or Toyota or whatever to get to get that deal? Uh, probably quite a bit. Put put my decals on your stupid idiot hick cars. Yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> wanted to get your decal on a car, you'd probably be better off sponsoring an individual car. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're M and M's or whatever. But I'm saying, if 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 you have a chance to like get on half of the cars, sponsor a car. This is like how. Uh... I've talked to you in the past about uh, how much do you think it really costs to sponsor a Campbell Little League team? Oh, yeah, of course. The Campbell Little League is probably small time enough that we could afford it. I bet we could yeah. do it. Like, I bet I could. Like, could it possibly be more than those Sharks tickets I used to have? I, I doubt it, dude. Seems what do they unlikely. really need the money for from you? Nothing. They're just going to put your... They're going to, like, iron on a decal that says Judah Nielsen because that's what we decided the team name would be. But I think it'd be fun to uh, to sponsor a NASCAR, like one of these ones where, like, there's always some that don't have any good sponsors. And yeah. Every once in a while, you see one that doesn't have sponsors at all because it's like uh, the racing team owns this, but they haven't hooked up sponsors yet. Right, right. Uh, would love to get one of those teams and uh, like sponsor it, but put put like weird shit on there. It doesn't make sense, like a promotion for something that like this is in the Babylon Five Chevy. Now, the show has been off the air for 15 years. That's right. But I hear the team ownership are real fans. Yeah. They just wanted to remind everybody that it was like, there were some solid moments. <laughs> it wasn't the best looking show, and it wasn't the best show. <laughs> but it had a couple of moments. <laughs> That's right. Boogity boogity! They said they didn't have room on the hood of the car for this, but it's specifically uh, sponsored by that episode from two weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. I believe it is called Severed Dreams, though that did not make it onto the vehicle. And then, like, on the back, like a uh, Japanese snack. Oh, my phone. A Japanese, like, snack food. Something like crunky nude ball or something. Sure. Some kind of English. <laughs> we should sponsor on it. We should really find out how much it costs to sponsor an NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was extravagantly wealthy. A legend of NASCAR. If you had a lot of money, there was there'd be so many good pranks you could do. But yeah, I, I guess know. people who do pranks aren't the kind of people who end up with a lot of money. Yeah, but boy, that well, you know, Jimmy James on news radio—he's a real person, right? I wish he loved pranks. The man's so nice to name him twice. That's right. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, if you were going to have a bunch of money, I think the number one thing that you would do with it. If you asked a lot of people, I think that would be pranks. You could do so many good pranks. I remember take it with you. one time one of my coworkers, as a prank, <clears throat> put another one of my coworkers' phones up in like the ceiling because it had like the crappy ceiling where you could remove the the squares. An acoustical ceiling. Yeah, yeah and he put it, he put his phone up there. I think I was freaking out, running around, trying to figure out where his phone was, because he had a date that night. <laughs> and he needed the phone for his date? Or maybe uh, to call her? Yeah, he just wanted to know if she called or whatever, and he was getting so mad. And it was up there in the ceiling. And he could hear it vibrating, but he couldn't tell where it was coming from. 
It's it, a pretty good prank. It worked out really well. It, it, in person, it was really good. I mean, it, it was done on The Office, but... Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Andy, Andy's phone and uh, put it up in the ceiling and then kept calling it, so it kept playing him singing Rock and Robin. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Damn it! Well, now I I lost a lot of respect for that prank. That's oh, uh, this was this was recently, huh? That's style biting. Wow, that was probably like two or three years ago. Shit. Yeah, that's definitely after that episode of The Office aired, though. Yeah. All right. Well, what a bummer. <sighs> I don't want to do anything anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, ruin your day. Like, good. I thought it was a good prank. Sounds just beat biting. Beat biting is what that is. That is the worst kind of biting. Hey, are you following this? Um, you following this lemonade story? Oh, this Beyonce thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I care not at all. I watched seven minutes of it the other day, and it's it's just self-important nonsense garbage. Yeah, I don't care about any of it either. But there is one aspect that I like, which is a bunch of people coming hard at Rachel Ray on Twitter. Wait, why? Um, apparently there is an individual named Rachel Roy. Okay. Who is uh, a leading contender for the uh, real-life inspiration of the character of Becky with the good hair. I don't know what any of this means. What the fuck is happening? Oh, okay, so she mentioned somebody named Becky who has good hair. Be- she calls her Becky with the good hair? Right, who in supposedly, who supposedly he, he cheated on her with. Oh, and somehow and, people found out that was Rachel Roy? And supposedly it's supposed to be this Rachel Roy person. And then some other people sort of, like, playing telephone, got that mixed up, or didn't know who that was, and started <laughs> coming hard at Rachel Ray on Rachel Twitter. Jay-Z fucked Rachel love... Ray? Yeah. Yeah, 30-minute meals. And I just love, like, I love to think, no, no, what if it was really Rachel Ray? That would have been amazing. What if it was, like, he wasn't anybody yet, and he was just watching 30-minute meals in the 90s, and he was like, man, I'm kind of into this chick. Because, like, she was more famous than him back then. <laughs> maybe. But now he can do something about it. Yeah, maybe he was, maybe he's, he broke Even Rachel she Ray off. again this year. <sighs> Rachel Ray boobies? What are we talking uh, about? It's, uh, on Aquad, Philippe asks, uh... wonders if this will be the year that Rachel Ray gets her boobies. <laughs> Philippe. No, I didn't know anything about this Rachel Roy, Rachel Ray nonsense. Oh. I, um... Well, so then you didn't have a private moment of enjoyment imagining no. the what-if scenario. No, I, I um I avoid all the Beyonce stuff. It's polarizing in this house. It, it, there, it's... it's Marjan is in the cult. Oh. She's in, she's in the cult. And she thinks that everything Beyonce does is not only good, but, like, meaningful and important. You're like laudable. Yeah. Like she's doing good work. Yes, like she is actually an inspiration to all people. Right. Um and I just think she's kind of a douche. So that's it usually it leads to fighting. So I, I just okay. ignore all Beyonce stuff. I, I don't know I don't know anything about Beyonce except that she's been famous for a really long time and she probably lives in kind of a weird world now. Oh I yes, she definitely does. For sure she does. I mean she probably believes that what she's doing is pretty important. I think that's true too. I think somebody published her her writer a couple of years ago, and it had some absolutely bananas shit on it, like that she had to use red toilet paper and weird stuff. Stuff that I oh assume must Where be would you worse. Get red toilet paper. Yes. First of all, I have no idea. I, I, the first thing I thought was just using red crepe paper, and I thought that's going to leave red dye all over your bits. It is. Your bits it's... are going to be dyed red. Anything that was moist when you touched that crepe paper. You're going to have a red vagina, Beyonce. It's also just, it's also just not absorbent. Yeah, right? It's, everything will just go right through that. So I you mean, can't... it's super absorbent for like a millisecond. But that was the only kind of like red paper that I, my mind immediately thought of. I was like, well, You're right, though. The real problem is it won't lock it in. Yeah. Um, you could just, you could probably get like tissue paper, like red tissue oh, paper. Oh, that doesn't seem very soft. For gift wrapping. It's not soft, but it might, soft. Or it might do a better really. job of keeping the other side dry. Uh, yeah. So anyway, like weird shit like that. Shit that yeah. you, you feel like it's on there just to be deliberately an asshole. 
Um, but yeah, so I so I I ignore all the Beyonce stuff if I can, because I'm just uh, I'm not gonna get into it, you know. There's no winning that one. Anyway, now my private life has been exposed again. Dude, all I've been doing lately is uh is playing Secret of Mana. Yeah. Just straight going old school, just right back to the mid nineties. You emulate that thing? Yep, I'm still using the same old emulator, the old Z S N E S that I've been using for a million years, but I've probably spent let's see. Of all the games I've played, I've probably spent ninety five percent of my time in the last month playing the uh Secret of Mana. And I'm, like, killing it right now, dude. I'm, like, halfway through the game. Some of my swords, I mean, some of my weapons are at level 5 now. That's a pretty good level. Yeah, and I got I got four magics out of the eight. Eight's the, eight's the best level you can get except for the mana sword. Except that some things randomly drop orbs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, some things in the last dungeon randomly drop orbs and you can get, like, crazy different weapons. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean... I've been fucking logging hours on that, and uh, before I was on that kick, I was playing a shit ton of uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball, so. How does that hold up? Let you know. Because I know that in the 90s, that was basically the only playable baseball video game. It still really is. I mean, uh, so the problem is I don't have a PlayStation anymore, so I can't play the MLB The Show, which is the only real baseball game that still comes out and it only comes out because it's a Sony it's a Sony production I thought your PlayStation was in for repairs oh yeah alright so at the place where I got molested <laughs> did turn out it was the same complex yes yeah uh, a couple of years ago my PlayStation 3 broke it got the yellow light of death or whatever or blue light of death or whatever it's called on the PlayStation where it, you start to turn it on and it looks like it might might it may begin to boot and then it kind of beeps at you, and then it turns off. Right. And that's as far as it ever gets. So yeah, I, I had a, I had one go the same way. Right. And I had already had it, had one, or that one actually. I'd had that PlayStation do that already, and I had sent it in to Sony, and it took them like three weeks to turn it around, and it cost me like 150 dollars or 175 dollars or whatever it was. And I was like, fuck, I'm not doing that again. So I just boxed the thing up and went out and bought an Xbox. Um. And then just recently, just randomly, I was like, oh, I wonder if anybody repairs these things. Because I knew I still had it down in storage. And there was a place that said they could repair my specific problem. And it was, you know, pretty cheap. And it would have a guarantee or like a warranty and everything. So I took it in and they told me they were going to heat up the fucking solder and everything. And just reattach the motherboard to the other thing. Computer talk. Mm -hmm. They were going to do a computer Right. On my computer. And um, so then I went on my trip and I got back and they called me on Monday and they went, yeah, so we uh, we reattached everything and uh, we we tried to use it. And it turns out like a lot of the electronics are already fried. So we can't we can't fix it. They're like it, it, it'll cost more to replace all the parts in it than it would to buy a new PlayStation. So. I was like, so oh. are you still out the 75 bucks or whatever? No, and they're like, no, so we won't make you pay anything. Um, you know, they're like, you can come get it, or, you know, you can, we can recycle it, whatever you want to do. So, so my PlayStation 3 did not get fixed. I can't play Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry I got you excited for that prospect. Uh, yeah, I hadn't, rem- I was telling you I was getting it fixed, and you're like, oh, you can play RDR. And I was like, oh, I hadn't even fucking considered that. I hadn't even remembered that. You'd be riding out. Riding out on those high plains, and all of a sudden a cougar takes your horse. Collecting sage all day or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, you gotta now you have to collect fucking eight more fucking. Are there other plants out there, or is it all just sage? Yeah, it's more different kinds of sage. Yeah, collect some different sage, and it's like, oh shit, man, I gotta collect this other sage. All I... riding up on a lynching and then nervously failing to shoot the rope. <laughs> Shoot the rope! It's like, oh yeah, it's just that easy. Just shoot the rope. Okay, cool. Because in real life, this would be just so easy. Just panicking, knowing that person's about to die, and then just completely failing to do it. And then you <laughs> kill the guys anyway, but well, so what? That's right. Then it was just nothing. This is net, net nothing. Net, you're out of ammo, is what that is. 
Yeah. Uh, that would have been cool. And then I looked on eBay, and I'm just not willing to pay the amount of money that I'd have to pay to get another PS3. I'm certainly not going to spend the money to get a PS4, so... You I can won't... go to such as a GameStop. Yeah, but what are they going to do? See what they got. Yeah, they ain't going to have it cheap enough, because I don't want to spend a lot. Oozed. Yeah. So I can't play any Romance of the Three Kingdoms 10, or Red Dead Redemption, or MLB The Show. So i got to play King Griffey Jr. if I want to play baseball. And it holds up fine. You just... You know, the gameplay's not necessarily super realistic. Can you bait the computer into giving you Inside the Park home runs on bunts pretty much at will? Yes. <laughs> That's just like real baseball. <laughs> Is it possible that you will play an entire season and not have one walk? Maybe. Maybe the computer's not been programmed to throw balls. I don't see why that's a big deal. Uh, Can well, you play in the I Home Run Derby as a little guy named Can O'Corn? <laughs> yes! Most ball. assuredly, yes! These are the they things. didn't have the right licenses to put the other people in. Yeah, it's like they only, only Ken Griffey Jr. is named in yeah. that game. Everyone else, uh, all the teams have like weird themes, like for some reason, Kansas City is all U.S. presidents, which doesn't make any sense. And the Oakland the Oakland A's are all, like, authors. I love to think that, um, like, they went to Ken Griffey Jr. And they were like, uh, for, like, an extra $1,000, we can get everybody in this game. And he was like, no, only me. <laughs> That's right. Is the game called Major League Baseball Presents Major League Baseball? No, it is not. It is called Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. You will put a very bad animation of me swinging the bat, and everyone will make fun of the size of my lips on the picture that is on this game. <laughs> because it is badly animated. <laughs> that is what I desire. He could have at least thrown, like, Jay Buhner a bone or something, right? <laughs> he he could have, specifically. Got him, got him his name in there. So I don't understand, like... Why is that not, like, lawsuit-worthy? That it had all their likenesses and everything, um, but didn't have their names in. Because remember all those college games? Yes. They all had like their likenesses, but it didn't come programmed with their names. Right. You yeah, had to I like download those. But then they fucking then some assholes sued, and now you can't get any college sports games, and those were my favorite games by far. Yeah, I, it is weird what what constitutes like what you can trademark and what you can't yeah. and what constitutes infringement. It, it's like a weird corner of the law that because our law is all based on uh, precedent. Yeah. It's impossible to figure it out logically. So what I'm saying is now can like Mark McGuire and like such as a Tom Glavin go back in time <laughs> I mean, not go back. They don't have to actually go back in time, but go back and get, and sue and be like, uh, this game has our likenesses. I want all the money that Nintendo made off of King Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. It's, uh, it's an interesting question. Are I'm they going to take money from King Griffey Jr.? Which one of those guys invents the time machine? <laughs> Out of those two? Mark McGuire is and it, Tom Glavin? Is it Mark McGuire or Tom Glavin? Hey, you know it's Mark McGuire. We already know he's involved with secret spy satellites. That is true. The Simpsons... Clued us into that. They blew the lid off of that one. But it's okay, because everyone wanted to see a bit dingers. So So here is my consolation to you. Mm. Mm. It is possible that by the time you next buy a computer, yeah. PlayStation 3 emulation will be possible. What Will my computer be able to do it? Well, you might have to spend a little more. Yeah. But, uh... A couple of years ago now, I was playing Final Fantasy twelve on my computer using PlayStation 2 emulator. No, okay. I tried to download a PlayStation 1 emulator, and it was skunky McVirus. There was so many viruses that ha that happened to me. Oh, no. This was before yeah, I mean, we had to repair my computer. That this is, we like, weird... Uh, it's at least semi-illegal. Right. And that does mean that you're always engaging in some shady practices. Yeah, well, why can't the shady people get their shit together and not virus me? 
Oh, they want to virus you. Because then you get the virus that tells you, pay this amount of money and we'll remove the virus. Well, that that seems like, what am I, like paying protection? That seems like a really old school scheme. It is, it is 100% a protection racket now. Right, well, I'm, I would never do that, obviously. <clears throat> what happened the was... There's only, there's only two reasons to make viruses. One is just to be an a-hole. That's what I assume they all are. Quite common. Oh, okay. And the other is to try and get, get a little money out of this situation. Does anyone pay for that? Dumb no one can be do. dumb. That's who, like Aunt Mary? Yeah, like such as an Aunt Mary would. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, I don't, I don't want to rag on her on the on the pod show on the podcast uh, on the very very off chance that she ever finds it. Yep, figures out a way to get to it on her Kindle. She has started to share the dumbest shit on Facebook. Oh, I know, because Marjan goes on Facebook. And for whatever <laughs> reason, like, I don't... What my dumb friend from kindergarten posts that the moon is going to be green on April 20th, uh, I don't care. Let them be dumb. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't affect me. Yeah. When Mary posts it, I get mad. And I think it's because there's not a lot of interest in science or math in our family. Yep, there's really only the one person before you. Yeah, it was uh, it was Mary who was vaguely interested in, in math and a little more interested in science and had a chemistry-based job when she was working. Yeah. And then it was me. That's so, fine. growing up, she was... I considered her my ally in the family. <laughs> and so it hurts me to see her just reshare some dipshit impossible <laughs> thing that if she'd spent like forget forget knowing how to research forget that she doesn't know about snopes so she can't just go to snopes right and see that this dipshit shit isn't real this is stuff that you should have been able to figure out snopes is the bad guy in the new star wars right yes the first okay. leader snopes <laughs> okay good <laughs> Yeah, not only he tells that. You, he tells you that it's true that Obama didn't attend this funeral, <laughs> but in fact, no president has ever attended a funeral of this type. Like, he's right. kind of a, he's kind of a villain. Yeah, and well, okay, so uh, not only stuff like that, but like just weird stuff about um, how handsome uh, old actors are, or like just a picture of like a big muscly dude. Like she she's getting into some weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, she's figured out how to tag people in posts. Oh, that's great. So, like, I get a bunch of notifications saying I was tagged in a post, and then it's like, it's just something she said to one of her online bingo friends about <laughs> my nephew, and then she tags me. Like, bingo gag cares who I am. That's right. In case bingo me guy... over for Thanksgiving or something like that, and then I just go, fuck. In case bingo guy wants to send you a friend request or something. Yeah, look, I don't know. He's probably a cool dude. Like, he puts <laughs> up with her shit. <laughs> oh. I did the thing I didn't want to do. Yeah, <laughs> you really went for it, too. <laughs> I, I know. It's just, it hurts me because because of because of feelings that I had growing up. Yeah, well, that's your fault for trying to remember things that happened back then. Again, of course, uh, this is the thing where Marshawn will tell me that I should really like that uh, Collective Soul song because I was a kid when it came out. And that Shine. in itself is sure. And that in itself is not a connect like not a strong enough connection. Just that it happened when I was young. You know? Lots of things happened when I was young. I don't have to fondly remember them. Mary was around, doesn't mean you have to fondly remember her. It's my fault. I broke the Mary rule. I brought her up. This is, this is our one aunt that we tolerate. Yep. That's right. That should be pointed out. She's the good aunt. The other ones are monsters. We should probably use their names. Yeah. Just to make it fair. <clears throat> anyway. I don't even know how we started talking. Oh, so the viruses. Okay, so I downloaded the PlayStation emulator. And then, uh, like, two days later, I started getting all kinds of crazy virus attacks. And then I downloaded, like, six or seven different um, malware and spyware cleaners, whatever, programs, and, like, the seventh one finally worked, and then shortly after that I started getting warnings that my uh, hard drive was dying or whatever. <laughs> and that's when I had to come over there and we had to take apart my lappy, and, uh, because I was also decided to do the RAM upgrade, we had to literally take out every piece of the innards. 
Yeah, that so was we crazy. Could, so we could talk about a bad the design. RAM. Yep. Hey, let's put half the RAM on one side of the motherboard and half the RAM on the other side. That's right, because if you're going to have two bits, that's how you should do it. So that you have to take out the I'd whole won. fucking motherboard. Yeah, because we, first we did the um, the hard drive, and it was like, oh, that was easy. It was like, that's just right there. That's right on top. That's pretty, that's quick and easy. Oh, but we got, still got to do the RAM. Oh, oh, no. Yep. We have to pull out everything. Yeah, hey, sorry that I made your case a little bit janky. Yeah, I never bothered to fix it. <laughs> okay. I'd have to, like, find another screw. One of them little screws. Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I ain't got time for that. You have to figure out what kind of that. screw you needed. That's always the hard part. Yeah. That's me at the hardware store every couple of weeks, just <laughs> holding one screw, <laughs> trying to get identical screws. Are are people who work there in, any help? No, they're really not any better at it than me. They don't know their their product that well. Well, I mean, you can't like. They can't eyeball that screw and tell you what kind. Who's been working there a long time? He might be able to tell you. Oh, he might just be able to look at it and say, "Okay, that's a machine screw, and it'll be over here." But nah, they're not usually that helpful. Mm. (sighs) All right. Well, you know what? I feel like uh, enough of our personal challenges have been. Exposed. Yeah, sorry, I got deep there. Yeah, you're about your your challenges at the hardware store. Yeah, that's very heavy. I'm sorry, I laid all those emotions on you. Well, you should be. I'm not prepared to handle them. Not I anymore. Start, I don't even remember now. I'll have to listen back to this, but I bummed you out about 25 minutes ago. Yeah, and really sucked all the air out of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Was that what when you reminded me again about Red Dead Redemption, or when I brought it up? Or when you, oh, it's no. when you asked me if my PlayStation was working yet? or I don't Maybe. Know. Who gives a shit? No one's going to listen to this again anyway. Yeah. Might as well just I go would. kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be a weird show when I'm doing it solo. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the weirdest episode of Brother Date ever. I will have prepared the Matthew robot who can call you a taint by then. Oh, good. He'll be ready to go. I'm just perfecting good. a couple I of things. I look forward to it. I'm, try- I'm actually taking out... Uh, vocabulary. I only want him to be able to say you are a taint. So I just gotta finish that up. Yeah, it's weird that you started with a full-fledged voice unit and mm-hmm. you're just slowly winnowing it away. No, it was actually quite capable of doing a pod show, but I, I don't really yeah. like that. I, I would have thought you'd just go Teddy Ruxpin style. Just give him one clip that he can play. Ugh. I am gonna go Teddy Ruxpin. Your co-host is gonna be Teddy Ruxpin. So enjoy that. I'm your friend. Alright. All right, everybody. You can find us uh, at brotherdate.com, right? Correct. I mean, obviously. Also on iTunes. There you go. And iTunes. Twitter. And subscribe. And please tweet us. No one's tweeted us? Nah. Not even Lumberjack? Not nah, all. He hates us now. Cold hates us. All right. Well, we, we miss you, Lumberjack. Bye, everybody. The tip of my dick isn't real leathery. (laughs) I'm glad to know. Do you know what I'm saying?